Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out MariaMenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. The destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! No, this is not the CSI After Show. I don't no. actually think we have one of those. No, I don't think so. Hello, Blindspot fans, and welcome to another episode of the After Buzz TV Blindspot After Show. Today we are covering episode 13, Erase Weary Youth, which uh, anagrams to stay where you are. And I have the lovely Stephanie Garrett with me this evening. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Uh, you can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are checking the Twitter hashtag. As always, it is ABTV Blindspot. We're also going to have the live chat up in just a moment. So if you have anything fun to say, any theories that you want to run by us, throw them in Twitter, throw them in the live chat, and you may well get a shout out. Yeah. So what did we think of this episode? Um, it was interesting. It was good, of course. It's not, it was, although all these episodes are good. It, well, it was yeah. just a little interesting to me how everything sort of unfolded. It we didn't have a B plot. And that's yeah. what's intriguing about this is that usually we have the procedural, the personal, mm-hmm. and then occasionally bits with Jane. Yeah. This was just all of it all of it at once a little much. bit of personal at the beginning and a little bit of personal at the end but at this point it was all interwoven and mm-hmm. there was no separating them out yeah so that's going to make talking about this very interesting as yeah. well because there's really no way to do it other than sequentially yeah i agree yeah i agree oh yeah there we go hey live chat there's the live chat there hey guys gotcha. hello they're already they started without us <laughs> They always do. Oh my goodness. They have have a full 24 hours before we even sit down to watch it. Right. That's true. Do theories. And what I love is that someone on Twitter, Philip Baker, said, Way to go, Katie, for calling Fisher out for being the mole. I don't remember doing that. That must have been last week. I might have been joking. I legitimately don't remember, but yay, past Katie. Yay. Uh, yay. I did the thing. I never suspected him, but you never know. I, I felt like it was too easy to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Fisher. So we're going to sit here the whole time and it's going to be, oh, my God, it actually was Fisher. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure how to feel about that. I know. I didn't really see that coming. And I, I felt a little weird about that. Well, we've had him as a villain for three episodes. Yeah. And it's it's that sort of thing where you think that Tom is going to be a villain all the way through, and then they end him at season finale, and then you think Fisher is going to be the villain for the latter half, and they end him three episodes in. So mm-hmm. it's a series that's very good at jerking around our expectations, and yeah. I get that that's the point. Yeah. But there's also a point where you're just like, okay? Right. Yeah. Now I, what? That's how I kind of felt after watching this episode. I thought, well, what's next? 
We're we're just kind of flapping in the wind at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, all yeah. right, yeah, all right. Well, let's just start at the beginning, I suppose. We start with Olivia. Actually, well, we start with Orion. We, Orion. we have let's talk about the Jane bookends because yes. what we have is bookends for Jane's bits. Right. Uh, we see her going on a run and flashing back to her conversation with Oscar and her conversations with other people and her memories. Yeah. Oscar says that Orion was an operation that went sideways. Mm-hmm. Orion is where you died, please. Right. And that's when Jane went off the grid. And Orion failing is why the entire operation that she's part of is in place. Okay. So we have to wonder how many people in that operation are washed out Orion alumni. And what was Orion and what failure led to where they are now with the tattoos and the information and the mm-hmm. who knows. Yeah. So we have zero answers about Orion mm-hmm. at this point, which yeah. that I think is their long game. Yeah. More I have a, so I, than here's the villain this week. I was going to say, I have a little bit of a sidebar. I just thought about something that you said that you don't know who's involved in Orion. I have a feeling Mayfair knows a little something about Orion. That's just my sidebar. Hmm. You never know. Cause you know, she goes in deep. She's been, di- been in deep with everything else. So she probably knows a little something about it. We'll and find we know out. that Tom did. Oh yeah. Because we had that memory of her walking by him and hearing him talk about it. Right. So it remains to be seen whether Mayfair and her partner, whose name I cannot for the life of me remember. I, know, I can't remember her name. But yeah, her yeah. and whether she knew as well. So mm-hmm. who knows? Right. Ryan is still a very large question mark. But yeah, at the end, we have Jane basically saying she's done. Yeah. She doesn't want to be their mole anymore. She And can you really blame her after this episode? Yeah, because she doesn't know who to trust. She doesn't know, you know, does she trust the FBI? She certainly can't trust Oscar because he could just be telling her anything. Yeah, all I know about you is what you tell me and I can't trust you. It's like, right. you, know, you know who you work for. No, no, no more of this circular noise. Like, <laughs> right. Cannot blame you. Yeah. Cannot blame you. Right. Poor girl. Yeah. So we have that. We have Patterson working out some trauma. Yeah. The, Good for her. We had one on Twitter. There we go. Jake Higgins, Patterson training montage. That is all. <laughs> like, I know. Yes. I felt like I should have been in the gym with her. <laughs> in there. She could have been working. We could have been working out together. Working things out and working out. That's how you should do it. <laughs> Get in there. And, uh, uh, yeah. I feel like that's also a stopgap for um, actually dealing with things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we have some fun parallels for people not dealing super well with emotions and memories at the beginning of this. Right. And then we go to Olivia, who was our Russian spy from way back when. Right. Like half a dozen episodes. Give yeah, I had to think about where I saw her before. So it's, it's always interesting when you have last episode on Blind Spot or previously on Blind Spot, mm-hmm. rather, and you've cut, and here's the Russian spy, and here's this person, and here's right. that person. You're like, why are we bringing them up now? Right. Now I'm worried. Yeah. So we have Olivia, who was the mom, who was the one who gave up all the information, mm-hmm. at her arraignment, telling yeah. the judge, no, I, I have the name of a source in the FBI, mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell anyone beforehand because it might have been compromised. And so her lawyer takes her out for a consultation. It turns out her lawyer is in on it and kills her. And then a security guard kills the lawyer because he hears the violence. Like, she literally gets drowned in a toilet. Right. That's awful. That is awful. 
And I just, I didn't expect the attorney to, to turn on her, you know, no, like that. I just, that was just a little strange to me. No, but it was great. It was good. I came yeah, right the heck out of nowhere. Yeah. Especially like, since what? it was, I'm your attorney and you blindside me with this? Like, I'm it sounded very you. organic. And then it was like, <laughs> yep, nope, goodbye. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have, by the way, our Russian spy is dead and um, yeah. we have a mole. We have a mole. So, you know, it's a fun and interesting day. Yeah. And Mayfair tells Kurt, basically, you can't tell anyone. We mm-hmm. need to keep this on the down low. See if you can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Because internal investigations are very divisive. And she said, I wrote, I wrote some of these quotes down. I'm not lying to my team. Sometimes you have to. And internal investigations are divisive. Start looking for one thing. Who knows what you'll unearth? Mm-hmm. And we already know that there's skeletons in many closets. Oh, yeah, as as Fisher would say. And I said that last week, didn't I? Yeah. I said everybody's got a bone in the closet. Jane's got a graveyard. <laughs> we it, think. Yeah. She has a whole secret cemetery. graveyard. There's a trap door in there. And <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think that is almost exactly what we said last yeah. week. Right. Yeah. Because you can't do that. I don't think you can do that sort of job and not have some sort of stuff going on somewhere. Yeah, so Fisher shows up in a speak, literal speak of the devil literally. sort of moment. Like, oh, yeah, He kind of just blows in. <laughs> like an ill wind. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just that man, I swear. I'm glad he's dead, but I'm also kind of like, okay. Yeah. And we're back to what are we doing with the rest of the season, question mark. Well, like I told you, you cut the head off a snake, another head grows, somebody worse is coming along. <laughs> yeah, but Hydra's in S.H.I.E.L.D. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. We got rid of Tom. Or so we think. Or so he's, we... No, he's uh, pretty dead. Okay. All right. He uh, got shot half a dozen times. They can't find the body. Yeah, that's because Oscar hit it. There are some of those rappers have been shot nine times and still lived. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I'd imagine they're a little tougher than Tom. That's true. Tom vampire. Well, he is a vampire. I, I think the point of the Tom thing is that he is really super dead. Okay. But there's two people that know about it, and neither of them are going to talk about it. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going for there, is that Oscar hid the body, cleaned up the scene, et cetera, et cetera, oh, and, that's, yeah. and set the stage for, I committed suicide. No. Because they found his car no. on the bridge. With the doors open, yeah. with his ID laid out on the seat, mm-hmm. like it's a picture perfect suicide, which right. is why it's too good to be Until true. Until the body washes I up. I hesitate somewhere. to say too good to be true because that's pretty messed up, but yeah. an obvious frame. Right. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Better words. Mm hmm. So they think that there's something going on at the angle. They talk with a- Angela. Is what I got. I think Angela slash Agent King. We brought back two previous agents. Oh. And then I was really bad with it. Like, one's an agent and one is a marshal. Oh, uh, Kurt's ex is the marshal. Yes. I forgot her name. Whose name I cannot for the life I, of me I remember. can't remember her name. God bless her. And Angela is the previous agent. I think it was Agent King. Sloan? Thank you. Sloan. Thank you. Yeah, we've seen Where her in a couple did I of get episodes. King? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Sloan. Um, yeah, she's a counter FBI counter, counterintelligence. Yes, and yeah. she was on in the previous episode with the Russian spies. Right. So we have her back. She thinks there's a smuggling ring in the Russian embassy, mm-hmm. and Patterson backs that up with Iran members on the names that she said. And when these three people are in Russia, the smuggling slows down. Not super noticeably, but enough of a pattern to go, mm-hmm, them. Yeah. But yeah, then we have the bat out of hell that is Fisher. <laughs> 
<laughs> wanting yeah. to make everything extremely public. Like, I'm going to operate out of your office with the big glass windows, and we're going to hold people right in the middle with the big glass windows, and we're going to make for dang sure everyone knows there's an investigation. Yeah, because I'm a terrible human. And he has the audacity to tell some person, get me a Turkish coffee. Like, really? Dude, you don't even work here. You're not even supposed to be here and you're ordering people around. I, get your own damn coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's just my, my script in my head. <laughs> what I love, what I love about this is that he had this whole big monologue that was supposed to cover his tracks. Yep. Excuse me. <clears throat> yes, he did. About how I was going night. to give my initiation. Oh, Kirk's thank you. Night. Thank, thank you, you Philip Baker. Knows thank his you. stuff. Yep. Now, about how he was going to give his introduction speech to the new people in the apartment. But no, he had to get on a train during rush hour and come down here and bring me a Turkish coffee. Like, he had this big, long excuse about, oh, woe is me, and I've been so put out by this, and I'm going to make you all miserable. And that wound up being his undoing at the end of the episode. Yes, it was, and I love that part. He's too dang smart for mm-hmm. his own good. Mr. Smarty Pants. Just, oh. Mr. Dead Smarty Pants. <laughs> I just, the way that was set up, and I never expected it to come back around like that. I didn't just, either. That set up, coming back to those innocuous little things that mm-hmm. he said at the beginning where you just sit there and go, oh. and yeah. then at the end it's, oh, oh, right. oh, honey. Right. He was, this in, is he, was why, he was trying to get, get a hold of Jane and he got a hold of her. This is why the best lies have the fewest details oh. and a little bit of truth in there. Interesting. Because the more details you have, the more you get caught up on them. Ah, that's true. There you go. How to lie, 101. There you <laughs> the go. Things 101. you learn in this after show. <laughs> so, and him, write that down. <laughs> just his little montage of grilling people, talking about uh, Weller's relationship. Did you have a relationship with someone? Was that person Agent Knight? How about this? How about that? How about this other thing? Are you mm-hmm. currently in a relationship with... Are you sure? Oh, okay. Yeah. And just the montage of interviewing. I have to say, he was very good at that. And he's very good at twisting words. And he's very good at making them uncomfortable. And I actually liked seeing them squirm just a little bit because they're also tough and they're also, you know, and they were like, well, what, what do you mean? And no, I'm not lying. And no, you know, it kind of put their feet to the fire a little bit. And I liked that he uh, his 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 interrogations uh, was very interesting. And I, I liked it. It was really good. But when you have a story in mind, it's so easy to twist words and to make your questions yeah, traps. That's true. Like just him talking with Dr. Borden is the point where I wanted to reach out and smack him with something like, is your mother Russian? No. Yeah. Well, it says here on the Sully paper that she's one eighth Russian. An eighth of Russian. She's really? seven eighths English. But she's also Russian. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Is this the 1950s? Exactly. Are you McCarthy? Is that what we're going for here? Right. Holy cow. <laughs> right. Like, at that point, it's just like, you have absolutely got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was Stop. just a little petty for me. I was like, really, dude? Really? Come on. Oh, yeah. Keep it moving. Move along. It was a lot of, do you know it? Do you speak Russian? Do you know Russian martial arts? Mm-hmm. Are your parents Russian? And cutting back and forth between all the different characters. So it was... Interesting how they filmed and cut that montage. Yeah, it was very, like, I liked it. And I like that. I think that he did that to sort of turn them against one another, to kind of question each other. Well, what did you tell me? What did you say? Well, what did I, you know, kind of getting them looking a little, we call it the side eye, a little like, mm, yeah. what are you doing? What do you, what do he tell you? What'd you say? You know, 
Yeah, everybody was a little uh, uncomfortable with one another. Well, so and so said this. Well, so and so said right. that. Well, what about this person's alibi? And fantasy stats guru, which is a great name in the chat, saying terrible little nephew giving him the Jane kiss information. I know. Sawyer's like six, something like nine, that. something like that. Sawyer He's is a, a baby. small child, and children will tell on you. Trust me. <laughs> They will and out there's you. also this very authoritarian man in a suit asking you questions. Right. I mean, without mom saying, no, don't tell him anything, which I don't think you can do. Yeah. You know, that'd be very suspicious. Just, yeah. He's questioning a small child. You right. can't really sit there and blame the kid. They don't know better. And right. they've been taught ostensibly to tell, tell the, the truth, truth right. and to respect authority figures. That's true. So you, you, you can't really sit there and blame a, again, I don't know how old he is, but he is not a very big child right? when he's just doing what he's been taught. Yeah. And, you know, like he said, Kurt said, a kiss doesn't necessarily mean a relationship. I mean, really? Yeah. Come on. Just because somebody kissed doesn't mean they're dating. And he tried to take it a whole nother way. And it's like, real, no, no, you know. It's like, no, he passed the polygraph. Yeah, he did. And I love Zapata freaking out about the tests. Like, oh, I yeah. never passed them. They're really bad. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> everyone knows that, so it's okay. Yeah. Like, your baseline is all over the dang place. Yeah. It's not going to. Yeah. But evidently, they found a bug in Zapata's apartment. And I think we all had that moment of, she kept that? Yeah. But no, it was no. inside a light switch. So she's being bugged by the CIA mm. or potentially by someone else. Who knows? Right. That's a little creepy. So we get that fun little stinger at the end of the episode of they found the bug. You mm-hmm. know, whoever's listening, why don't you just talk to me? All you have to do is call. And you have a couple of heartbeats like, okay, she's talking to an empty apartment. Okay, it's going to be mm-hmm. fine. And then the phone rings. It's like, <laughs> That was a little paranormal activity to me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's a ghost in the room, but I got to go. Oh, oh my And a bug God. in the room, too. I got to go. <laughs> a ghost and a bug. You know, as long as the ghosts aren't malevolent, they're not too bad. I, I lived in a haunted house for a couple years, so. Great. <laughs> no, our ghost was a prankster, but they, they were pretty chill. So as, as long as you don't do the don't do this things, you right. know, ghosts are are fairly chill. That was a little, that was, that scene was a bit creepy to me. But that was the point. Yeah. And it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was freaking out. I was like, okay, why are they watching her? I mean, just because she has gambling debts doesn't mean that they should be watching her. I, think I wonder it what was, what do you think? I think it was she got in with Tom. I think Tom oh. had her apartment bugged yeah. as it was mm-hmm. and that they might still be listening to try and figure out, okay, well, who killed him? Well, maybe oh, she right. knows. Well, maybe she'll bring over someone who do, who does know. Right. Just blah, blah. Yeah. Or it could be somebody else entirely. <clears throat> we really, really don't know. Right. And I'm hoping we'll get to see a little bit of that phone call, even if it's just one-sided mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes down. I feel okay. really bad for Zapata. Her yeah. life is just very difficult. And she gets kidnapped next week. Like, oh, that poor girl. Her life is hard. She can't catch a break. Her life is hard. Yeah. Well, what about Reed telling Zapata he's dating Willer's sister? That is all in caps on my notes, actually. It's just all, all caps lock. <laughs> dating your sister. <laughs> and of course, it, he goes in to tell Zapata that. And she looks at him. He's like, I'm the mole. No, that's not what I brought you in here to tell you. Are you kidding? Right. <laughs> She's like, stop it. 
<laughs> and he makes a very good point that, yeah, I wanted to tell you, I know this isn't a good time, but it's better you find out from me than from some investigation, yeah. which he has a very good point. Right. There are some things you don't want to find out via third party. That's true. So and there's that. They would probably out him anyway. They said, well, or did you know Reed was dating your sister? And then, he you know, they have a big mess on their hands. So. Because it's Fisher and he's a jerk. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that just the look on his face, the <laughs> R- you serious. Right. He wasn't super thrilled about it, but uh, gotta wait. Mm-hmm. And then talking with him at the end, is it serious? Yes. Break it up. Right. And just his conversation with Sarah at the end, he is just having, he's having all of the emotions over these past two weeks. Yeah. It is not an easy life for him right now. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of him saying to Sarah, basically just break up with your boyfriend? I can understand why, but yeah. it's not his decision. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, why is it your business? Like, he completely get like, he is one of the few people who has an understanding of how dangerous that job is right. because he's living it. He knows. And neither he nor Reed probably tell Sarah just how bad it gets. True. And you can have someone tell you, oh, yes, this happened and this happened, but until you're out there living it, you don't really know. Yeah. And so... He understands the dangers. He doesn't want them to get hurt. He doesn't want them to lose someone you lo they love in what will be a very violent manner if it does happen. Because let's be real, this is an extremely dangerous job. Yeah. But that isn't his decision to make. No, she's a grown woman. She can make her own decisions and choices. But there's also Reed's a member of his team. He needs to keep track of him, all that fun <laughs> stuff. There's, there's multiple layers here. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, I can stand here and say... It's not his decision. He shouldn't have said that. But I'm not in his situation and I don't have someone under me or on my team that I need to keep track of and keep safe. And is there an extra obligation to look after them now that they're dating my sibling or, uh, you know, there's mm -hmm. that extra layer that makes things that much more difficult. Okay. Yeah. So no one's right. Yeah. I, I, I think everyone's at some point, right. Everyone's wrong. It's I know. Right. I think at some point he's not going to care. Because you know why? Because he's going to be so wrapped up in Jane. And then at that point, now, when his sister say, well, I don't think you should be dating Jane. She's your asset. What's the problem? Da, 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 da. You know, she could easily flip that. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I feel like everyone ships it and no one wants to own up to it. Yep. Yep. For that's Jane. it. That's it. Nobody like, was there. You two are such a cute couple. None of us are going to say that to your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Not so good times. Yeah. So right. the three people who failed the polygraph test terribly failed it. Yeah. Jane, Zapata, Mayfair. Mm -hmm. He brings out the Saul Guerrero file. Ooh. And Mayfair just shuts him down and says, if you actually had something, we wouldn't be sitting here. He right. talks with Zapata, brings up the bug, says, well, what was this? Well, what did you know? Well, all that fun stuff. Oh, well, you're connected to Tom. How do we know that you didn't? Like, mm -hmm. hush. <laughs> And the best little part of this to me was, you know, they left Jane in the little glass case of emotion and she has to sit there and wait. And Patterson just scooting over with her little Aww. iPad with everything will be okay and big block letters like, oh, I thought it was very sweet. Patterson is the best. Yes, she is. I just, I absolutely adore her. Yeah. So much. Yeah. She's... Life is rough on her too. I know. Poor girl. Yeah. 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 She's catching it too. But I guess they all are, because they're all a part of the the team. You know, once you're oh, part yeah. of the team, you you're gonna get 
caught something. Well, and life's not, if life's not hard for them, it's not interesting for us. That's true. Sad, but true. That's very true. Which is why people say, oh, would you like to be a fictional character? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we would have nothing to talk about. But wouldn't you want to live in the world with, no. No, I'm good. Thanks. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. My life is difficult enough. Just don't need to make it interesting enough for other people Hi, to Jessica. care about. She says, I love Patterson. She completes me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love fantasy stats guru saying I ship it just because I think Jamie Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Is it Alexander or is it Anderson? Who? Alexander. That's what oh, I yeah. thought. Yeah, Jamie Alexander. Okay. Yeah. I'm so bad with names, I always have to check. Yeah. Which is why I can't remember which agents is which when it comes to exes and previous agents. Yeah. Just like, that person. Uh-huh. Hi. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I liked the uh, Sloane's character in yes. this episode. She was very good. And she had the Russian spies' um, numbers in her cell phone, which I thought was a little bit sketchy. I thought, hmm, what's that about? They had her number. Right, they had her number. Okay, yeah, they had her number in their phone. I was like, hmm, that is bizarre. Yeah. She also had her contact at the Russian embassy, a man named Roman, whose last name I did not catch, but Roman. He is the driver for the three people that were supposedly running the smuggling ring, and she had to work to get him into the FBI at all, and then. Selfie blackmail is probably one of the funniest things this episode. <laughs> it's like, look at the camera. Right. I'm going to send them this picture if you don't tell us what we need to know. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> right. And then him saying, I don't have a name. I don't have a name. I'm really good with faces. I've seen things. So sitting him down with Patterson, show him the IDs of every single person who works in this building. Well, it's at this point that Fisher is putting together, oh, it could be Jane. Uh-huh. Sitting her down saying, these are pictures of you avoiding your surveillance cameras. They caught pictures of her reflection in car windows. That you were getting past your detail, that your detail's been removed. No one actually knows where you were at this point because you're accounted for for these hours. And then you came back home at 4 a.m. Where the heck were you? Yeah. No one knows. You could have gone out and killed Tom because he realized that you're a Russian spy and that you were kidnapped and trained and blah, 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 blah. Like, obvious, like half of it is... He's obviously trying to concoct this narrative. Right. And we find out why in about mm, 10 minutes. (laughs) But part of it is he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. With the, you left, you were sneaking back, you were unaccounted for for this, no one knows about your memories, this and that and the other. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's not completely wrong. Yeah. And like Reed says to Mayfair, circumstantial evidence is still evidence and we have reason to doubt this. Mm-hmm. And Mayfair, instead of going, no, we trust her, is, you're right, but how do we proceed? How do we right. approach this? So yeah. it'll be interesting. Because yeah. it took so long to get Reed to trust her. And now... Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think Reed may, may know more than he's saying. I'm st- something, really? something is just telling me. It's a gut feeling. We'll see. But I think he's um, he's probably has some information that he's just not sharing just yet. Because remember, I told you he he's got a few skeletons in his closet too. And we're going to find out. That's just maybe that's moving like predictions. Maybe some sort of um, you know operative he's had in the past or a mission he worked on before. You know, I. You never know where it's going to lead. But I have a feeling it's, he knows just, I think it's just a little something. And he's, you know, he's probably going to be the one to figure it out and pull it all together at some point. Because, you know, Kirk can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Bless his soul. Jane is, yeah. Jane, no, she's not that. Just and 
Jane. She is blind spot, people. Jane is blind spot. She's Kurt's blind spot. Very, very much so. You know, and but she's not everybody else's blind spot. <laughs> she's just his blind spot. Oh, they all have different assorted ones. So yeah, that exactly. will be fun. And, and you know, if he figures that out, it's going to put an immediate target on his back. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's going to make life fun and interesting. Yeah, good episodes coming then. So Roman IDs Jane as the mole. Yep. Which, oops, like oh, I know her. I recognize the tattoos. Yes, that one. But only after Fisher comes in the room and says, oh, let's show him this picture. Yeah. And makes a crack to Patterson about, do you want someone else in your nearby vicinity to die when Roman is sitting right next to her? He's like, oh, God. So he interprets that as a threat, which Mm -hmm. it most likely was. Yeah. And the rest of us are just like, oh, my God. Right. And that's, that's the writing for this. The writing for his little offhanded remarks that we were so ready to just sit there and be like, oh, he's being a jerk again. Mm-hmm. Sky blue, water wet. And then, oh, oh, shoot. Oh, no. All the double meanings. <laughs> it was yeah. very well written. He's a very, and that actor, was, he's a very good actor as well. Uh, he, he played that character just like so like i would say to the t like he was he was jonas fisher you know and wearing a three-piece suit i thought kirk's comment was crack, yeah. cracked me up i mean i wasn't <laughs> super fond again of them just killing him a couple episodes after introducing him yeah but i did like the writing and i liked the way they went about it yeah i liked his character i mean i hated his character but i liked his character you know what i'm saying yeah 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 he made it he made the episodes interesting so and then we find out you know they take jane away oh no and then yeah. we find out, this is the point where we had to pause our playback and sit down and just write a whole bunch of notes, because this played out so quickly. Yeah. And we just had to be like, wait, wait, go back. What? What? Right. Though <laughs> all of the dominoes falling into place for finding out that Fisher's actually the mole, mm-hmm. because Weller sees a name on the inside of a Roman shirt, and it's the same brand that Fisher was wearing in his jacket, and... Oh, well, I also make runs to this coffee place. What kind of coffee do they serve? The really thick kind with the ground still in it? Oh, Turkish coffee. Uh-huh. And then we find out that the orientation that Fisher was running would have been at 8 a.m. Olivia was found dead at 8.06. And the director called Mayfair before he called anyone else. Yeah. And he called her at 8.30. And that Fisher somehow got on a train from wherever he was to wherever the FBI office is yeah. at rush hour in less than half an hour because yeah. he would have been a subsequent call from Mayfair. Yeah. So basically it was a pack of lies. Pretty much. Delivered so well that they had to step back and go, wait a minute. Right. They pulled it all together and figured out he was the snake in the grass. So he had to have been tipped off by the people who ordered the hit that there was one. Uh-huh. Double agent. So, Yeah. So they basically run him down, and there's a series of sliding glass doors that require security, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in the end, Jane shoots him when she winds up in the same room with him because he was going for his gun. Mm -hmm. And I know we were both sitting there going, oh, you probably shouldn't have killed him. That doesn't look good. I know. I was like, oh, Jane's going to jail now. (laughs) But Weller said self-defense, and I mean... If he wrongly accused her of being a mole and was going to wrongly imprison her and then was going for his gun, yeah, yeah, okay, your life felt threatened. Very good point. Yeah. And he'd made, um, he, Fisher, had made a comment about, I am going to keep digging and I am going to bury you. Mm -hmm. And she knows that there are things to dig up. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, just like let's let's take him out. Yeah, she, I guess she had to kind of because you know in it if he would have gotten away and lived, I I can only imagine the things that he would have found out. I could just only imagine. I almost kind of would wish they would have let him live just for a few more episodes. <laughs> yeah, like put this episode maybe a little later. Yeah, but we're saying that not knowing what's going to happen that's in subsequent true. episodes. That's true. And Something we, good may be coming. So. Do we know how many episodes we have? Do we have 18? Do we have 22? I don't know. I am uncertain. I am um, uncertain. Someone in chat, Google that and let us know. Yeah, that how many episodes great. do we have? <laughs> yeah, because at the moment I am entirely uncertain. Yeah. But it could be that this was the best place to put this episode for yeah. reasons that we don't yet know. Yeah. So we have that. That is super fun. And we end this episode with Zapata getting a call from presumably the people who bugged her apartment. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a fake out. With Jane telling Oscar, no, I'm not doing any more of your stuff. We are done. After Oscar tells her, I have time sensitive tattoos you need to address. And she shuts him down. Yeah. So that'll be fun and interesting. Yeah. Uh, with Kurt telling Reed, you need to end it. And having a small emotional breakdown at Sarah as to why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just super fun times for everyone. And yeah. Reed telling Mayfair, look, he had a point. How do we go about this? Yeah. And I've seen a few people in chat saying, I'm not cool with that. Why would they do that? But after the scare of a mole mm -hmm. in your department and having it be the guy who is angling to be the assistant director. Right. And that is some horrifying fridge logic there. Yeah. That's, they have to investigate everything yeah. they have to they are the intelligence agency they can't they can't say oh we have a blind spot but that's fine yeah like they do have to look into this and if they can prove her innocent great but if they have to go digging just because we know it may or may not have been for a good cause and that mm -hmm. it was definitely saving jane's life doesn't mean they know it's the other yeah. side of the fourth wall yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right. I'm trying to read what are the C H I R E Cheery May saying we have 23 episodes. Oh, we do. We wow. have 10 more episodes. Ooh, we we have better buckle up, people. Only <laughs> just hit the halfway point. Yeah. So good times and great oldies. It'll be fun and interesting. Yeah. So, do we have any final thoughts on the episode? Um, I don't. I liked it. I, uh, you know, it was a, a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Oh, um, yes. You know, but I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to start unfolding. Because yes. if this one was this good, and we've got all these little tidbits coming, I mean, in this one, I can only imagine what's going to be dropped in the next few. And it's looking like we're going to have some interesting stuff to talk about next time. We'll get into predictions in just a few minutes. Chat, if there's anything we missed, let us know, because we're on a short delay. So we'll see that in a few minutes. In the meantime, we have some business to take care of, yeah. like iTunes. Seriously, we love you guys. And I say this every week, and it's still true every week. We really do love you. The best thing you can do if you would like us to stay on the air is go to iTunes, subscribe to the AfterBuzz TV Blind Spot podcast, rate us five stars, and leave us a review. It helps the producers know, hey, we really like these people talking about Blind Spot. So, yes, if the producers get that feedback, that is awesome. Yep. And sometimes people who work on the show itself will look at the reviews of a podcast and see what people say. So that may or may not help us out with guest booking. So yeah. if you want us to keep doing the thing with the stuff, rate five stars, leave a review, and you'll get a shout out on the show. We have Best TV After Show from 30 Carla. Katie Cullen is one of the best hosts. Aww. Aww. <laughs> this podcast gives great insight into the show. They're so funny and beyond entertaining. Well, thank you. Thank you. But you know I can't do this alone, right? <laughs> there is... 
Man, if I had That's to do okay. this on my own, they'd be 10 minute after shows and I'd kind of just be crying for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think we both would be. So, yeah, it's a rough show to talk about on your own. So yeah. credit where credit is due. My wonderful co-host, Stephanie, who's Thank a glorious you. human Thank being. You. Thank you. I like being here with everybody. And we have other business to take care of because the heads of AfterBuzz have a brand new show that we're going to tell you about. So I'm getting on my game show announcer voice and we're going to talk about that okay. a little you curious about a celebrity boyfriend's midlife crisis? Enjoy hearing stories about behind the scenes of Hollywood, amused by old TV and movie references? Then you'll love The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. Join AfterBuzz creator Maria Menounos and Maria Menounos' fiancé, Kevin Undergaro, along with AfterBuzz co-host Roxy Stryer, Ashley Daniels, and others for all the insanity. Watch live Monday and Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time on thetomorrowshow.com or subscribe and download free on iTunes. Go to the tomorrowshow.com for more information. Congratulations. Game show host. <laughs> Tell him what he's won. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to advertise something, I'm going to have a really good time doing As it. As you should. Sounds like a good good show. All we right. Well, Chad is having a good time. Uh, Jessica Iverson says we need Patterson. Just saying. I completely agree. Oh, who is that? Ch- is Chive Marie? Chire Marie? How, how, is that right? May? I don't know. Somebody Could says be, Oscar yeah, Yale Taylor, which pretty much confirms she is Taylor. Well, mm. yeah, but he did confirm that a little while ago. Yeah. And we had the what's your real name? Taylor Shaw. So right. I think that question is pretty much answered. There's yeah. the weird little outlier of the tooth, but that hasn't been explained yet. Well, yeah, but also, what's his face? Fisher even confirmed that she was taken when she was five and trained yeah. and brought to, to, you know, he confirmed yeah. that whole thing. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think once we confirmed that, hey, she's Taylor Shaw, it kind of became not common information, but yeah. went into her file. But you know what? He he knew a, a little bit more details. Uh, Fisher did. If you think about it, he says, well, you know, you were kidnapped at five, taken to Russia, then brought back to the United States. Now, how does he know oh, that? Oh, that was him extrapolating. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, thinking, they knew that she was kidnapped when she was five, and they know that she showed up here. Yeah. Everything else was him extrapolating. Oh, you were taken to Russia, and you were taught this, and your right. handler's this, and you're this and that. It was basically him fitting her the blanks in her story into the Russian spy narrative yeah, that trying he to, created. Yeah, yeah, trying to fit her in there to make her look like she was one of the bad guys. Yeah. Good job, so Katie and Stephanie. Oh, thank all, you. Oh, we love you guys. Thank you, Sylvia. Thank you, Sylvia. So if that is that, then I think we can swing on into predictions yeah, let's and do talk that. about that preview that we got. And now, you're after Buzz. I love the light show. Yeah. I say that every week, and it's true every week. I love the light show. So we have a preview that talks about hundreds of women are vanishing throughout mm-hmm. the city, and they drop human trafficking yeah. as a source, and the tattoos will decode it. So I wonder if that's not what Oscar was talking about in terms of time-sensitive tattoos. Oh, yeah. And Zapata gets kidnapped. Of course she does. Because her life is terrible, man. Yeah. It's extremely She's difficult. She gets the bookies after her, and now she gets kidnapped. Well, the bookie thing is over, but then she had Tom after her, and now her apartment Excuse is bugged, me. and now she's getting kidnapped, and yeah. just, <clears throat> life is rough if you're Zapata. <laughs> life is just rough. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, going through some things, I suppose. And we have the scene with Jane saying, I want to leave the FBI. Yeah. And I, th- I, I said, I think I said that a week ago or two weeks ago. I don't remember. I think she's going to uh, do that because there, she's not being detained. She's not arrested. She's technically an asset. She already dropped her details. So it's only a matter of time before she just wants to get, get away from them. 
Honestly, <clears throat> I think it was one of those things where you have a big shocking scene and we take it out of context and we throw it in the trailer to make everyone go, <gasps> Yeah. But, and they're going to go, no. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's actually going to happen. No, no. I mean, I think it'll be one of those heat of the moment, mid-episode, things are going wrong, et cetera, et cetera. I doubt that we'll leave the episode on that note. Right. And if we do, mm-hmm. it'll be resolved next week. Right. Like, that that honestly just hit me as one of those shocker scenes where we do that to make you go, oh, no, what'll happen? But yeah. it doesn't actually... Right. Well, we'll see. I, I, yeah. They can still just tailor. I mean, you know, uh, tailor, tailor, tailor. <laughs> I know. I'm not really a comedian. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tail her. Tailor, right? They can just tailor. tailor. Got it. Yay. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no, seriously. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Puns. Don't forget to tip your waitress on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, do tip your waitress. She yeah. makes $2 an hour. <laughs> right. But anyway, I was going to say they could just, you know, have somebody follow her or whatever. Because you know what? At some point, somebody's going to catch her with Oscar. Yeah, but she'd notice. Yeah. And they also, the first time she went to meet Oscar, they, she made a point of taking four different trains and this and that and the other yeah. and losing the people who were tailing her. So, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll so see. So this is going to be fun and interesting. Yeah. But if that is all we have for predictions and all we have for the episode, I think we can uh, scoot on out. Yeah, let's do that. Where eh? can the people find you? You can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiajet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I have so many shows. Right now it is Star Wars Rebels on Wednesdays and Transformers Robots in Disguise on Sunday nights. And Arrow will be back for more eventually. It's coming back in a week or two. They're on their weird hiatus. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching, and we will yeah. see you next week. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 